We are all unique, and how each of us moves through life by working with the unseen, spiritual parts of us looks different. If one way you access support is through books, and you haven't tried the Soulquake Survival Guide yet, today's a great day to try it before you buy it. Head to the show notes where I have a link for you to receive a free PDF of the first chapter. Enjoy the first chapter, and if you love it, you can find it on Amazon Worldwide in paperback, audio, and ebook. Your journey matters, my friend, and reviving your connection to spirit in earth-shaking times can be a game changer. Welcome to Enthusiastically Spiritual. I'm your host, Teresa Schantz. I am an enthusiastic soul passionate about the spiritual part of life. Spirituality today is like an indulgent dessert buffet filled to the brim with unique offerings and services from amazing souls around the world. Join me in chowing down on some mini morsel bites to satisfy your spiritual sweet tooth starting now. our journeys through life, there are two areas that go hand in hand with the path of spirituality. They are wellness and oneness. Finding the balance within oneself to embrace both fully can lead to health, happiness, and harmony. My guest today is here to share about these two areas and how to embody them within the spiritual path that you are on. His name is Dr. Suman Kolapara. He is co-founder of the nonprofit Peace Tree Innovation Society which can be found at www.peacetree.ca that helps humanity tap into their peak wellness and infinite potential, as well as drive organizations to success through conscious leadership. He comes with a unique background of veterinary medicine, computer science, and 13 years of training in self-compassion wellness program. His ability to bridge science with wisdom, with practical and simple solutions, attracts and inspires all ages groups around the world. His sessions have transformed a wide range of audiences at both public and private sector organizations like the World Health Organization, the City of Burnaby, Pacific Gas and Electric, Vancouver General Hospital, Royal Columbian Hospital, BCIT, and the UCSF Medical Center, plus addiction centers, libraries, teachers and schools, Firefighters, fired, and many scientific conferences. Welcome, Dr. Suman. Thank you very much for that warm introduction and welcome, Teresa. I'm enthusiastic you're here. And hey, let's tap into that energy of enthusiasm. Love the title of your podcast. The moment I saw it, I'm like, wow, enthusiastically spiritual. Because, you know, a lot of times people have misconceptions about spirituality. You know, they think, oh, spirituality is about just withdrawing completely from the world and just running into a forest or sitting in a cave and just cutting yourself off. And in my 15 years of journey with my teacher and uh, master, you know, Guru Sunitama, I've learned that spirituality is actually embracing everything around you. In fact, it is what I call, it's a story of each one of of our existence in this world. And and spirituality is not like some kind of abstract concept out there. It's about us. It's actually digging a little bit deeper and um, having that holistic view about our life. And as you mentioned in the introduction, that health, happiness, and harmony 
I think is something that everyone wants today in their life. And spirituality is a reflection of those three dimensions of our existence. And, and the other aspect, like the enthusiasm aspect is actually even more powerful because a lot of times, you know, when, when they think again, you know, spirituality is not just about just sitting in a corner, but actually sharing that excitement, sharing that energy, sharing that realization that, you know, that moment of enlightenment or that aha moment, the rest of the world, it's like, hey, I found it. I figured it out. I know exactly who I am, right? Um, so so I'm, I'm really glad that uh, you have started a show uh, where you're bringing, you know, lots of people who are in this path and share their enthusiasm and spread this energy, spread this vibes and make this more contagious. Mm, I can feel that. I love that contagious and <laughs> that contagious enthusiasm feeling. And what's interesting about the word enthusiasm is I recently tapped into it and I found out that enthusiasm is actually about embracing the God within. Yes, embracing the God within. That's very profound, Teresa. And and again, there is a misconception again about the word God for a lot of people. And I think mm-hmm. it's probably useful to kind of uh, open that up a little bit, right? You know, we, we mm-hmm. talk about God. Yes, there is a physical representation of that. There is an energetic representation of that. There is an emotional representation of that. Um, And if we look at all those three dimensions, the physical, emotional, and energetic, all those are in fact the very essence of our existence, right? And once you again tap into those three dimensions, the physical, emotional, and the energetic, then that revelation which happens in that process as we go deep within, that experience, that realization is the God, right? And of course, we do have physical representations in different cultures, religions across the globe. And and all these physical representations are people who have gone in that path and who have realized that there is something profound within that profound bliss, what I call the profound joy, unlimited, infinite potential, where you feel that oneness with everything and everyone around. And and that essence is, in fact, God within. Totally agree. And the one thing that excites me about, especially today and spirituality and people finding their past is that it can look like whatever it looks like for you. I'm talking to the listener because, and and that's the exciting part about it because there's so many different opportunities. There's so many different ways to be expressive in your enthusiasm and in your spirituality and so many different aspects of spirituality to touch into and to grasp a hold of or not. So it really varies upon each person and how they want to go about opening up and experiencing and and inviting that beautiful aspect of who they are as a a God, a source, a creator into their journey. So let's go into a little bit about that oneness, because to me, oneness leads to wellness, no matter how you find it. So let's talk about what does oneness mean to you, Dr. Simon? Thank you for asking that question. It's a, it's a very um, profound and very deep, I would say. And I'll share my journey and experience to kind of reflect on that experience of oneness and then why, you know, I realized that oneness and wellness are kind of the 
core essence of what we all want to embrace in our lives. Um, 15 years back, you know, I was just another regular person busy with life, family, job. And, and of course, you know, you all go through different things in our lives, relationship issues and you know, career issues. And we have those ups and downs, anxieties, depressions, excitements, um, the blues of life. And during that phase, I was in, in fact looking for something deeper. Like I had my you know, experience uh, as an intellect, you know, embracing, you know, as a veterinarian, going very deep into the understanding of the, the miracles of our body and existence and the nature and the animals and the creatures. And then suddenly shifted to the other side into the machines, into the computers and computer science. Um, and then after that, I also embraced art and writing and photography and filmmaking and acting. So after experiencing these three different dimensions uh, uh, in my life in the early part, I was like, is that all to life? There's got to be something more. There is something deeper to our existence. None of these gave me that bliss or that permanent joy that I was looking for. And in that search, you know, I have traveled back to, I was living in the US at the time, I traveled back to India, um, spent a year and a half, met a lot of people. And then I moved to Vancouver, uh, Canada here in British Columbia. And that's when in a couple of weeks after I moved here, I met this uh, amazing human being. Her name is Sunita Amma. And uh, she teaches meditation and in yoga and a form of meditation called Sukshma meditation. And Sukshma is a, is a Sanskrit word from ancient Indian language called Sanskrit. And Sukshma means subtle subtler and subtlest, right? The most subtlest. And I wasn't in, into any of these things. And I was like, okay, let me give it a try. And one session, the first session I've done meditation in the presence, I have experienced a state of complete stillness of my mind, which I've never experienced. And I lost the sensation of my body. I was feeling that I've become one with the entire universe. And then in the next few sessions, I started to continue to have that experience. And now it's not just that I had that experience there, but as I walked into my day-to-day -day life, into my work, into my family, into my friends, I could feel that abundant joy and bliss just overflowing from me. All those frustrations, you know, little things that bother us in our day-to-day -day life didn't bother me anymore. It was like I was just witnessing all the drama around me, but still not affected by it at all. And I didn't know anything about spirituality. I didn't know anything about ancient wisdom, wisdom cultures, yoga, meditation, none of these things. And as I started to move forward in four or five sessions, I was starting to understand. And then I started to read some and the, the literature started coming to me as if, you know, I, it was intended to like I didn't ask for it. I was just getting that. And I was reading through these ancient scriptures. I was like, wow, this is exactly what they're talking about. Like I'm actually experiencing this now. And this is what is spiritual. And of course, you know, being coming from a scientific background, especially studying, you know, veterinary science and medicine, I was like, oh no, this, this doesn't, this can't be true. Like there's got to be something, but now there is something else that happened in that experience of oneness as you very well mentioned in the in the beginning, that there is healing that started to happen in my body. Like I used to have, you know, stomach issues, gastrointestinal problems, IBS, 
And within a few sessions, my stomach started to feel very good. And all the things that I couldn't eat before, I was able to eat like the brown rice and oats and lemon juice, all those things would be very difficult on my tummy. And then I started to accept everything and I became really strong in terms of my health. And I'm like, wow, now this was more profound for me because as someone coming from that medical science background, I'm like, what's going on here? What is changing in me? So that curiosity of uh, a science and the experience of that oneness and my realizations from within. On top of that, now the information I'm getting from the knowledge and wisdom from these scriptures, all these three combined has given me a crystal clear understanding that Suman, what you're experiencing here is what ancients called the spirit or the soul or Atma or vibration or whatever name you want to call it. But it is that state beyond the mind, beyond the body, that there is an element which I denied until then, um, but I'm experiencing this. There is no chance of denial anymore. It's like it's happening to me. It's like I, there's no escape from it. And that experience of wellness and oneness helped me to co-found this nonprofit organization called Peace Tree Center for Wellness and Oneness. And I realized that at that moment, this is not Suman's problem. It's actually problem of every human being in this world. Everyone is going through this. Everyone's going through some level of suffering and everyone is seeking out and some are finding it. Most of them are not finding it. And obviously they're taking a wrong path, getting into all kinds of sensual pleasures, addictions, traumas, you know, severe medication. All of these things are kind of holding people in a prison. So I felt like everyone needs this liberation. And at the root of it, in this realization, I have understood the root cause of all the suffering is right here in the mind. It's that human mind. And as I've understood my journey, that Sukshma journey with this divine master, Sunita Amma, I have realized that we accumulate so much of impurities in our in our minds in form of these vices, you know, the anger, jealousy, greed, false ego, pride, all these things that we just take for granted and we think that's okay to have. But these are the ones, these are the enemies. We think there are enemies out there, but these inner enemies are really capturing us and holding us in that prison. And Sukshma is to actually, again, going back to the subtlest of the subtle, you cannot see it, you cannot hear it, you cannot taste it, you cannot touch it, but yet it is the source of all these experiences. And, and that's when, you know, when, I, when people say, oh, I don't know spirituality, I'm like, well, you are actually, it's your spirit that is experiencing it is that, that side dimension of you within you, which leaves the body when you leave this world is the one that is actually helping you experience because the same body, when a person is leaving this world or dead, it's the body is there, but the body doesn't experience anything. Why? If the body is the one that is going through all these things or the source of all these things, then it should have continued. So this realization really helped me to take this knowledge and experience and simplify. And for me, you know, coming from the science background, I respect science and also embracing the spirituality. And I feel they're actually one. Both are actually 
two sides of the same coin. You know, both are investigating. Ancient sages have investigated the self, and scientists are investigating matter in, in, in a certain level. And of course, even they are now coming to that energy and beyond and realizing that there is there is something that that kind of brings us all together. And even if you look at the the whole transformation in the health science and with especially COVID, I think uh, um, we definitely have realized the importance of self-care, self-love, taking care of our immune system, taking care of this precious resource. And, and what I really liked um, about uh, Sunita Ma's teachings and her journeys, it's very simplified. She doesn't talk anything you know, big, very simplified. Are you taking care of this precious resource? This was the first question she asked me when I approached her. Are you giving time for this? Because this is the most precious resource that you have. And uh, I felt, wow, that was almost like a slap on my face. You know, I've been living 30 years of my life accomplishing great things out there in the world, the external world, but neglecting this body, this mind, and that precious uh, spirit. So that's my uh, journey in a nutshell about the wellness and oneness, Teresa. Thank you so much for sharing that journey. And I feel that that is exactly where every soul on the planet is at this moment. But what level of consciousness and what ability or where where are they able to take that? Because everyone's in different places and some people may not be this lifetime. It may be three lifetimes from now. It may be, you know, next lifetime, but it's just where are they at? And I just feel that is exactly where the collective is, is that it, we've all been, you know, isolated, um, going, coming back home literally and figuratively to ourselves. But it really is about finding that place and that place of oneness. And what I love about what you just said um, is the subtleness, because I too believe that there's, um, I, I also believe that science is amazing. Spirituality is amazing. There's a beautiful blend, but keeping it simple because the world is so complex and there's so much out there in the world of information and content. And I'm bombarded too constantly of, you know, this email and that, and, and, and then coming to spirituality that we're all out here now really trying to make a difference, trying to share with ways that people can embrace and keeping it simple, keeping it practical. That subtleness is just, it's what's really needed in this complex very dynamic world right now of massive amounts of information. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. You know, there are two things that really strike, you know, strike me. One is everyone is at a different level of consciousness, right? And that's so profound because once we understand that there is acceptance, there is understanding. And a lot of the challenges that we see in the world today is all about around relationships you know, people having difficulty getting along with your own kit and kin, with your family, with your friends, with your immediate colleagues at work. And that is something that we really emphasize even in our program, in our sessions is how can we bring that harmony and that harmony aspect of that health, happiness and harmony. And that harmony again goes back to, you know, realizing that Oh, everyone is at a different level of consciousness. And now we have science to even prove that because if you look at our brain, the brain that we all have is actually not one brain. It has actually three different parts in our brain. And because we are a footprint of evolution, again, we're talking science here. So 
we actually have the reptilian brain, we have the mammalian brain and the human brain. So if you imagine a brain structure like this, the bottom part is the reptilian brain, which is responsible for your survival of the fittest instincts like you know aggression, dominance, food, reproduction, and basic instincts. And then we have the middle portion of the brain, which is the limbic system, the emotional brain, which evolved when we became the four-legged animals in the forest, right? And you see elephants, tigers, dogs, cats, they have some level of emotion, but not fully developed yet, right? But there is also uh, the amygdala and, you know, uh, hypothalamus and hippocampus there sitting and regulating our fight or flight or fear responses because you're living in the forest. So your amygdala is kind of hyperactivated pretty much. And then on top of that is what you have your prefrontal cortex, which is the human part of the brain, which makes us human, which allows us to be creative, uh, find that meaning, find that purpose and that willpower and the ability to discriminate right and wrong, good and bad. You know, these are the three things. Now, when we look at people out there, you know, of course, Charles Darwin said we are product of evolution. No one ever said that evolution is over. We are all in that process. And evolution is such a such a tricky thing because you can't see what happened 30,000 years ago. And you cannot see what's going to happen 30,000 years from now. We, of course, see what's happening now, but there's a lot of stuff that happened. We all evolved, of course, from that single cell or even before that, those biochemicals in the oceans and the rocks, which came together and, and, and there is that self-organizing power which made us. But the unfortunate part is we humans, because of this polluted mind, we forget that we have that ability to self-organize, self-regulate, self-empower, and self-realize. We forgot that. It's almost like there is this delusion. Ancient wisdom calls it maya, right? This The, the layer of delusion just came to us, and it's like you forget, you know, or you forgot what your original nature is, your real sources, but we all have that. But unfortunately, in this process of evolution, I think some are still stuck here at the reptilian, some are still stuck here at the mammalian, some are evolving, you know, we all have that potential. But then the beauty of uh, tools like meditation, when you really, true meditation is a process of clearing those clutters, clearing those layers or maya or that delusion and 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 my teacher sunita always emphasizes like true meditation is cleansing the mind cleansing from those impurities and purifying it just like you know we have this white cloth here you know when it has dots on it obviously you cannot experience that purity so the true meditation is cleaning those impurities of vices and then bringing it to that silence and in that silence is where the true transformation happens. And again, scientific research now supports that because there are fMRI studies done on the brain in some of these top universities across the globe, where they're seeing that when you go into the deeper states of meditation, that there is change in the structure of the brain. They're seeing more activity in the prefrontal cortex and less activity in the, in the amygdala and the emotional and limbic brain, which very clearly indicates that we have that self-regulating, self-organizing, self-empowering capacity in all of us. That potential is there, but hidden somewhere. And again, to your point, 
it is yes we are all at different levels of consciousness but i think it is also important to realize that we all have that same capacity to transcend to move up across the spectrum and experience those and i think what you're doing and what everyone around the world or in this path are doing is to really educate everyone and simplify and say hey you have that source you are the source you don't have to look out somewhere you have it's just that you have forgotten you're in a dream now you need to get awaken to this reality this new reality it's always been there but you just have forgotten so so definitely yes we are all in that path um, path of uh, realization self realization and we are all evolving to that states of higher consciousness yes and the one thing that comes to mind too as you talk about all that is um the ability to self heal that's yes. huge absolutely <laughs> absolutely that self healing but again there is also uh, another dimension i want you know audience to be aware you know who haven't gone in this path or who are trying to go into this path is you know self healing again requires that self purification you know obviously purification i know a lot of people are embracing like the detox diets and you know the green juice and the red juice and all of that at a physical level which is great mm-hmm. but the difficult work is at the mental and emotional level mm-hmm. right and for that self healing to truly activate we really need to get in touch with that self and even with the word self i think there is a lot of misconception like the self that i think you and me are talking about is that subtlest of the subtle self right not the physical self not the ego self not the emotional self so it's important that you know in this path and that's where i found that a, a good teacher a mentor a coach or guru who can actually guide us through those dark corners of the mind because the mind is so tricky in the physical body we can see yes you know when you take green juice yes you can see that your digestive system gets better but how do you know that this is right and this is wrong how do you know that this is ego? and i can share my own journey you know being well educated being coming from a family with very good values and morals yet i found it so difficult to let go of that false ego and and having a teacher a guide who could really give me those pointers and say suman i think there is a little bit of adjustment that you need to make there and then the the human ego is so strong that we want to like reject it right away oh no if like for example if i tell teresa you know what there is some problem with you i don't think we you would take it or i would take it like in a in a lighter way and i'm like oh wait a second i thought i'm the nicest person in the world but what is this person <laughs> saying right mm-hmm. and, and and i felt that aspect that subtlest aspect is the most difficult aspect in the self healing process to cross those dark corners of the mind to heal those dark corners because the superficial healing is just this like the tip of the iceberg but there's a lot of stuff that is underneath and bringing that stuff out and to be able to look at it accept it and a lot of times what happens is people look at it and they're like oh yeah this is me i'm just i am who i am right mm-hmm. and that's a trap mm-hmm. yes looking at it and accepting is the first step but don't get stuck there yes these are my flaws these are my strengths accept your strengths accept your flaws but start to clean them unless the cleaning happens unless you get rid of that garbage you will not be able to move forward in the healing journey 
And I do feel that's where we are at as a collective unit and individually because of the fact that what's what I've noticed for myself and for many people that I've, I've been in contact with is that the outer influences and the outer noise are not supporting people. It's yes. so it's, you have to come home. It's like, there's no question. Like I'm filled with chills. I say this, like it's, mm-hmm. it's, but again, it's back to those levels of consciousness. It's back to where, where are you at as a soul and what do you want to embrace? Because if, if you're not ready to go there and, and access those subtle, cause I'm, I'm with you too. Like I'll tell you, I've been doing breath work every day. And so, um, which I just love. And there's one breath work. It's called breathing light breathing right. And it's calming the breath down where I almost don't, I can't hear my breath. And it's just that subtle, subtle aspect. And the last couple of days, I've had the most profound deepening in my soul of just from that subtle access, you know, accessing my breath in that subtle way, it's been profound. So talk to me, Dr. Simon, about some practical practices that our listeners can you know, that can, they can access or even through, um, you know, your peach tree. I'd love to hear about that. About that so <laughs> Absolutely, Teresa. And you brought up actually, it's a good segue into that because you mentioned about breath, breath work. And obviously that's one of the important tools in this path. And, you know, breath is such a important, it's the foundation of our life. It's the life force which sustains this body. In fact, it's the most important thing, but yet we pay least attention to it. And, and when you pay attention to that breath, that simple thing can actually start to calm down. In fact, there is scientific research with that simple breathing exercises. You can shift from that fight or flight state, which is also called a sympathetic nervous system, to your rest and digest system, which is your parasympathetic nervous system. Simple deep breathing. There is profound research that is documented, which shows that that simple things like just paying attention to your breath, having those simple deep breathing can shift your psychology and your physiology. And, and you also mentioned about that noise, very important. Like today, there is so much of noise from the moment you get up. First thing, what do we do is pick our mobiles, check our messages, get onto social media, who liked my stuff, who commented on my stuff, what action is happening in the world out there, you know, this is too much noise and subconscious is filled with this clutters, lumps and lumps of this clutters. And we are living with that. In fact, we are not our true selves. Our true self is like literally hidden. It's crying somewhere, sitting down there. And all of this is overtaken. And when we talk about meditation, one of the important aspects is that absolute silence, that inner silence is the most important aspect. And a lot of people tell me, so I'm trying to meditate, but I'm not able to meditate because there is all this stuff that's going on. And that is not true meditation. And there are people who say they're meditating, but is there real transformation and shift? It's important for people to understand where was I, where am I today? And where am I going? Is there that shift? Are you noticing that shift? A lot of people like who are just meditating are not able to make the transformation and shift. And the transformation and shift can happen only and only when you experience that subtle silence, that inner silence, that stillness, that complete stillness of the mind. Even as I'm speaking, my mouth words are coming out, but my mind is in that complete state of that rest. And that that oneness again is an indication of that inner 
silence and that inner stillness because when we tap into that stillness is where we get into that state of nothingness mm-hmm. and now that nothingness is not empty and that nothingness is actually full of that vibration energy right and again there is a misconception about energy i would like to clarify a lot of people think that just being like excited and passionate is energy yes that is one level of energy what i call of course we all studied physics that's kinetic energy that's the energy that is moving around <clears throat> but there is that potential energy which we also studied in physics which is there inherently in every object potential energy is there in the spin potential energy is there in every single cell at at an atomic level at a subatomic level and if you go further down into the quarks and beyond the quarks is that subtle field of energy which is nothing but it's just bubbling and that's what i experience like every day when i'm going through this journey when i come out i'm like bubbling with the joy like i don't need any external gratification i don't need a kick from my drink or my you know chat with somebody else or from social media or from the food that i eat it's there already everything else is just an add on to support my life system but that inherent bliss is our nature that inherent pure energy is our nature now how do we access that of course we talked about breath and one other important thing we talk about in our in our practices is that subtle smile that you have teresa and that i am having right now people forget that such such a simple thing and whenever people come to my teacher sunita amma you know the first thing that she asks is can you please smile and they're like no i have so many problems so many burdens yes we understand everybody is going through a lot of burden and pain and trauma and suffering but that smile is as natural as your eating as your breathing it is a very essence of our existence if you look at the baby it's smiling that's the only thing that a baby knows just smile right for no reason just smiling away and if we can start to embrace that subtle smile what happens is it instantly brings your awareness to you again because in the world today of full of noise the minds are distracted everywhere right you are physically here but your mind is somewhere else with somebody it's constantly being hijacked by somebody some emotion some experience out there and this simple exercise in fact we call this technique breathe and smile bs for short not the other bs <laughs> i love that i want some bs <laughs> exactly so now this has become very popular across the globe like wherever we are conducting this and everyone's like yes bs is the easiest way to do this so the simplest technique is breathe and smile when you are doing work while i'm speaking to you i'm conscious about my breath i'm taking those deep breaths and i'm also conscious about smile it's not difficult it's just that a little bit of practice every day while cooking while typing while writing while driving like you know driving people are you know when we going from work or going back from work you know when we are with doing some chores our mind is constantly somewhere else and just being able to while driving it's so easy to do just pay attention to your breath keep that smile for yourself and my teacher sunita ma says you know for everything in this world you have to pay but for smiling for yourself you don't 
it's free it's abundant you can do how much ever you want no one's <laughs> going to question you no one's going to question why you're breathing why you're smiling those are available for you anytime if people can embrace these two simple techniques in their day to day life and of course there is a lot more depth you know people can check out our website peacetree.ca uh, we have programs people can take online consultations with sunita ma she's again a rare self realized soul an embodiment of purity an embodiment of that vibration you know who hardly eats hardly sleeps who is always connected to that higher states of consciousness and being in that silence and being able to help so we can help obviously anyone across the globe we have actually people from you know different parts of the globe australia new zealand europe africa who are connecting to us online and being able to take our you know sessions and being able to heal to experience that wellness and also build harmony to experience that oneness thank you so much for that and thank you so much for coming on today dr saman and i just want to express how you know for myself i believe we're all a mirror to one another so what a beautiful mirror you are and to have that beautiful smile and breathing and i feel that within me and if we can share that with the world and have everyone breathe and smile a couple times a day would be good and the world would <laughs> i don't say all the time because we're all going through all kinds of stuff but you know just to embrace it and to feel that shift and trusting what they're feeling and moving into that beautiful blissful part of themselves through that subtle beautiful change of energy it would be magical and so that's my wish for the world so would you like have one last wish for the world from you dr saman <laughs> <laughs> one last wish is you are the source everyone is the source you are the absolute embodiment of that bliss all that you need to do is take that one step and there are people out there to take those 99 steps to make it 100% so that you can lead your life at that 100% potential thank you so mm. much for your time uh, teresa appreciate your presence appreciate having me on your show thank you so much and i will definitely have all the um links in the show notes on how to get a hold of you and how to get a hold of peace tree and and check you guys out so thank you so much thank you and have a beautiful time A huge thanks again to Dr. Saman for coming on today and sharing about oneness, about wellness, about bliss, about breath work. It was absolutely wonderful and I'm filled with so much love. So, I hope that you receive some beautiful insights and I hope that you do connect with his peacetree.ca and I'll have that information in the show notes to check out the meditations and his offerings through that um beautiful website. And Thank you again for listening to another episode of Enthusiastically Spiritual. And until next week, just remember that life is too short to not be absolutely enthusiastic, filled with wellness and bliss for your unique journey. Believe it or not, when you arrived back for another life, you were enthusiastic to be here. If you've lost that enthusiastic feeling, well, there's a way to reawaken it. It's by embracing a bigger spiritual picture of your life as a soul and igniting the feeling of spiritual freedom within. 
So if you are ready and needing some more enthusiastic mojo for your life, follow the link in the show notes where you can access a free video series created by the Wayshowers College and start recapturing the enthusiasm you have within for your unique journey.